everyone, this is George Kroos with a solo episode on a Sunday of the Innovators Mindset podcast. And first of all, I hope you're having a great start to your 2024. Uh, time goes by so, so quickly. And when you're listening to this, it'll be near the end of January. And I just had a really great beginning of my year because I had finished something I had been really working hard toward. It was the Disney World Marathon. And it was a really great experience. Loved um, doing it. And it was kind of interesting because it was not what I expected. And not in a bad way at all. But it kind of threw me off at first. When I was getting ready for this marathon, they had two people that were kind of hosting the marathon. And they said, if you're looking to do a personal best um, time today, Disney World Marathon is not the place that it actually happens. And it was interesting because, you know, every mile of this race, basically what would happen was people would like veer off to the side. They would cut you off. So if you're trying to run real fast, they're cutting you off because they're getting a selfie with Goofy because they got a Disney character every place. People are lining up to do this. And kudos to these people. I'm going to give them a little... Uh, shout out to the people that do that because uh, I'm just trying to get through 26 miles of running. I don't have time to do tricks. So that was, uh, that was, that was interesting, but it was, it was really kind of neat to do this marathon. I trained a ton for it and I was really hoping to get a better time, but then I just kind of, to be honest with you, just thought this is really cool. I'm in Disney. I, I'm in Disney right now. and we ran through like uh, Magic Kingdom. I think it's like Cinderella's Castle. It was just beautiful. Uh, the sun was rising. And I just kind of took it in. And I just experienced the moment, all the work to get to that place really, really mattered to me. It, it was a really cool experience. It wasn't something I was expecting um, to do. And I was just happy to kind of be there to to go through that experience and it meant a lot to me um, to kind of get through this. And I've already started running again. I took a couple days off from running, but I I realized through this process, I just love running. I like weightlifting. I like staying in shape. And I'm not, I used to kind of run to lose weight. Now I run to become a better runner and just to kind of get outside, to kind of collect my thoughts and just kind of... Uh, appreciate the moment and one of the things I love about running is that whoever you are listening to this it doesn't matter your um your health currently I guess some don't you know go talk to a doctor if you want to start running I guess I don't want to make someone start running get sick or something like that but there's all different shapes and sizes of people that run there's no like runner body in my I'm to be honest I'm a pretty big guy like I'm not you know like obviously if you're running marathons it's very different but oh, sorry if you're running competitively doing marathons um they people try to be as light as possible but it's just people there trying to make themselves better and just to you know do something that's really hard and i feel it just helps in so many different aspects of life and that that really matters to me i just really you know it's it was just a really cool experience and i loved it 
and as much as I love the the race, I really love the training. I feel that I've become a better learner through this. I've become maybe even more disciplined through the process. But there's something that I knew was coming because I I had run a marathon. I've run a couple before. I ran when I was 29. I ran when I was 30. And I committed to running one in every decade of my life. And I ran one in my 20s. I ran one in my 30s. And I waited 18 years to do one in my 40s. So, I, you know, hopefully I'm in shape to to do it in my 50s. I can, you know, finish that process. And uh, it took me 18 years, but I did it. And I'm really proud that I went through this. But there's this thing that after you work so hard towards something, and this could be, I feel this is actually really applicable to teachers because I didn't realize I was having this when I was teaching. Um, but it's a thing called runner's depression. And what runner's depression is, is that you work so hard toward a goal and then you achieve it. And then right after, even through the stress, through the exhaustion of running toward a goal, then all of a sudden you kind of wake up and you don't feel like you have much of a purpose. And it's not that you don't, it's just you feel you don't. Because what am I doing today? Like, what am I training for? You like, everything is geared towards this. And I, I realized when I was teaching, I, I had felt that quite a bit too. You, you know, you're just overwhelmed, exhausted, and you're trying to get to that end of the year, trying to get the best out of every person that you're working with, with your kids, your staff, whoever. And then you're looking forward towards summer and having some time off and then you're just like I don't know what to do with myself and that that's a little bit of runner's depression that's probably what that is because you feel you're working towards something you finally get to that end point and then you even with the time to relax it's hard and I have always struggled with relaxing and the reason I'm bringing this up I was listening to Bill Simmons I probably my favorite podcast to listen to has nothing to do with education it's just sports and when I run, I want, I don't want to think about anything deep. I just want, I, I'm going to list, like, sometimes I listen to books to learn and things like that. But honestly, I've been doing a lot of sports stuff because it's enjoyable. I get a couple of laughs out there. And every now and then there's something that I'm like, that's a really great point. That's really um, something that connects with me. And there is one thought I had from my run yesterday that I cannot get out of my mind and it really struck me, and it's connected to this idea of runner's depression. Uh, Bill Belichick, who was the head coach of the New England Patriots, considered to be the greatest football coach of all time. Uh, now, there's some debate because he had Tom Brady. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback. That's kind of undisputed now. Uh, he's the greatest winning quarterback, that's for sure. He's won the most Super Bowls. But... Uh, Bill Belichick would won all those titles except for the one with Tampa with Tom Brady. And he had just, uh, they had, he had just parted ways with new England and Bill Simmons is a huge Boston sports fan. And so he knows them inside out. And he said something about how much Bill Belichick loved the process. And he specifically said that him and Tom Brady had that same mentality and Tom Brady, I think he had won seven super bowls. Like, no team has won as many Super Bowls as Tom Brady as an individual. That's how successful he is. And it's either six or seven. I'm pretty sure it's seven. 
don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it's seven. And when Tom Brady was asked what was his favorite Super Bowl, his answer is consistent. The next one. And I love that. I love that. And I love it because it made me realize that's how I'm wired. I, I've always kind of felt bad that I don't necessarily appreciate the moment, the thing that I'm in right now. I really love the process. I really love the process. And people would always tell you, you know, like, oh, you need to enjoy this more. You need to do this. No, you, if that's what you want, you do it. And if that's who you are, that's awesome. I think that's really good. And that is kind of the point of this podcast. When you're listening on Instagram, you get those little motivational people. Uh, you get people telling you, you need to do this. Here's a way you can solve this problem. Here's how you can do this. No, 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 I don't do that. What I share is here's something that worked for me. Because I don't like being told what I should or shouldn't do. I will pick up things as, I, as they fit in my life because everyone listening to this, here's the thing that you all have in common. doesn't matter who's listening to this. You're all different. Y'all have different things that work for you. Y'all have different experiences. Y'all have different, you know, wisdom you bring to this podcast. And I have forever felt horrible because I just kind of move on to the next thing after I achieve something that I don't revel and cherish it and, you know, hang my medals up and look at them adoringly looking back, I try to just kind of move on to the next thing because I really love the process. And for years, I have struggled with that because, and someone, I guarantee you, someone listens to this, well, you should be, no, no, no. You be how you want to be. <laughs> that's, the, that's the point of this podcast. It took me until I was 48 years to realize it's okay that I'm that way. And it's not bad. It might be bad for you. But for me, I just kind of like learning. I, I mentioned this previously. I got my daughter Clea a piano. And one thing that I realized about myself, I, I, I'm picking up songs real quick, right away. It wasn't just for Clea. I wanted to learn. I wanted to kind of model this learning with her. And the one thing I've learned over the past few months specifically, I, I just love learning. I'm a really good learner. I don't feel I'm gifted in anything other than I'm willing to always try. I'm willing always to continuously grow. And that's my mentality. And so if you ask me, even though I've run three marathons, what is the, my favorite marathon I've ever run? It's going to be the next one. It's the next one. It's going through the process, struggling through this. And I share this with you all, not just for you to kind of just think about who you are and not to let others decide what works for them should work for you. Learn from others. Absolutely. I try to every day. But just to kind of embrace your mentality, your thinking, the way you are, and look from look for the good things, look for the place you need to grow. I try to do the same thing. That's something that's really important to me. But I think more importantly, um, it's especially because 99% of the people listening to this are involved in education in some manner. We have to be really comfortable with the idea that a lot of times we make, we try to make our kids what we expect them to be. 
not bring out the best in who they are. And I'll give you an example. Really subtle thing. I, I, I brought this up forever and it drives me bonkers. When we say we need to really empower student voice, do we really need to empower student voice? Is that really what we're doing? Or do we need to get students saying the things we want them to say as adults, but just through their voice? That's where I struggle with. If we really em- embrace the notion of student voice, we have to be comfortable students saying things that we might not necessarily agree with or becoming, you know, obviously we want them to be kind and good to people. I understand that, but sometimes they're going to have differing views. They're going to have differing paths than what we're expected. This is even our own kids, right? So it's not just about embracing who you are, but encouraging others to become what they are, whether they love the product or the process. Um, you know, that, that part of it, if you want people to grow and change that are around you, don't tell them what to do, lead by example. And I promise you, they'll never look, the way they do things will never look the way that you want them to look. But they can learn from you, they can grow from you. And that's something I think, it's our example, not by telling people what to do. Because I think a lot of times, it took me forever to realize, yeah, it's just who I am. I, I am, I do, I when I'm in the moment, I love it. But I, as soon as I'm done, it's on to Cincinnati, famous Bill, Bill Belichick line. It's I'm ready for the next thing. I like the next challenge. And um, I took a week to just kind of get my body back to a place where I felt comfortable. I'm already training for something else. So that's just kind of who I am. So embrace who you are, celebrate it, learn from others, but you know, don't let it deter yourself. Just want to share that with you. I hope you got something on this really short podcast. It was just something I wanted. To, I just turned on the... Mike, turn on the camera. I want to share with you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for being here with me. Take care.